Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 4. However, such a truth is no reason for us to fear. For the word also promises in 1 John 4, 4 that you are of God little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now this demon possessed man immediately recognizes Jesus and his authority. Ironically so many of mankind today well they will not. They want to be left alone to do their evil and are obviously upset when Jesus is brought in. These evil entities are not afraid of you and I but they are afraid of Christ. So, what is the answer? I guess the answer is to travel with Christ all the time and everywhere we go. These entities, they knew the future record and they believed it. They therefore expected Jesus to destroy them They not only acknowledged Jesus was real, but that he was indeed the, quote, Holy One of God, end quote. This man knew where he stood. He knew he was lost. Verse 35 says, Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, come out of him. When the demon had thrown him down in the middle of them, he came out of him, having done him no harm. Jesus' authority over the darkness was real, and it was exercised. He didn't need and obviously did not want the testimony of the satanic world. There was no flashy or grandiose ceremony in the actions of Christ here. He simply commanded the demon to come out from him. That was it. Simple and to point. It's only men who seek to add flash and wow to the process. Verse 36 says, Amazement came on all, and they spoke together, one with another, saying, What is the word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. News about him went out into every place of the surrounding region. So once again, those who were present were amazed. They said, What is this word? Indeed, many of us who have followed him throughout history have come to know that kind of truth. We live in a world that daily gushes with its own words, often with its own self-professed authority and power. Politics and science and the legal realm. Even much of the religious world attempts to operate with authority and power. But alone, without the one who is the authority and power, well, we are merely striving in the flesh to bring glory to ourselves. Naturally, words of such acts, such as this, is spread like wildfire. And notice it was not merely the miracle itself that amazed them, it was the fact that Jesus could do this miracle merely by his words that amazed them. Verse 38, he says, he rose up from the synagogue and he entered into Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a great fever and they begged him to help her. 
He stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately she rose and served them. Now, it kind of looks here that Jesus was on a roll. He moved on from the last events to immediately conduct his next miracle. And this that was the, the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. Now, please note, according to this passage, Peter was in fact married. Now, such a caveat, therefore, um, affects, if you will, how we view him. How we view his life in Christ. Apparently, all that he did in service and living as a disciple, he did while being a family man. Knowing this fact takes away so many excuses we might use to seek absolution from his service. It also causes problems with the celibacy. You know, the, the celibacy of the man the Catholics believe to be the first pope in this individual named Peter. Now again, the healing occurred just by his words. Often in the Gospels, Jesus used various healing attributes. And in doing so, he made it clear he could, at any time, merely speak the miraculous into existence. Jesus gave her back her life. Upon receiving it, she immediately arose and served. What a profound picture of the redeemed life. Verse 41 of our text says, When the sun was setting, all those who had any sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them, and he healed them. Now Jesus, well, he had already had a full day by this point. And yet he was still out there meeting the needs of mankind as the sun was slipping away. Jesus was and is always there for those who seek him. He laid hands on every one of them. These were not the rich and the influential, they were just people who were sick. You know, when you're sick, well, that's all that matters. When you are lost, well, that sickness too is all that matters. Because when you are lost, well, money, fame, power, position, they mean nothing. And in such, nobody really needs to tell you, for you know it in the depths of your soul. Quote, the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. End quote. John 6, verse 37. Verse 41 says, Demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And rebuking them, he didn't allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. It seems that Jesus puts a great damper on the kingdom of darkness that day. It was a good day indeed. Jesus seemed to stop these demons from testifying him as Paul did back in Acts 16. I think some would wonder why anyone would do such a thing as that. I mean, wouldn't the testimony uh, work towards the kingdom of God? I think many today think it's ever so important to have the testimony of the unredeemed world, whether it's famous Hollywood types or big sports heroes, etc. They seek a good reputation among the lost, even if they need to be, well, a little less than good to earn it. 
But Christ, you see, was only concerned about what his father thought of him. He let the rest fall where it may. Verse 42 says, When it was day, he departed and went into an uninhabited place, and the multitudes were looking for him and came to him and held on to him so that he wouldn't go away from them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of God's kingdom to others also. For this reason I have been sent. He was preaching in the synagogue of Galilee. Now here lies the personal battle that, well, it seems that all ministers face. Jesus sought to rest and to spend some time in the private presence of his Father, but time to seek his will and time to seek his direction and time to regain regain his strength, well, that's all well and good. Jesus, for the people of Capernaum, they desired that he stayed with them. Perhaps they would have made him an earthly king that day. But no, his calling was to take the message to all men everywhere. And Jesus referred to this calling as a purpose. What's your purpose? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.